0: Welcome back to the Golden Hour Drip Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Lee Miller, and this week I had the perfect sign that everything is working for me and not against me. So I knew that I had Psychobar on Fridays. I'm trying this new thing where I have cycle bar on Tuesdays and Fridays, and I'm going to be implementing weight training in my daily routine. It's something that I have not been doing. I had a little, um, uh, anxiety moment. And so it's been really, really hard for me to go back to the gym and work out. So it's my goal and I like baby steps, you know, so I scheduled Tuesdays and Fridays in my calendar are going to be my going to cycle bar. Another thing about me is I love to schedule drive time. I think it's really important. It helps me stop, like have a hard stop to whatever I'm doing in my day. I get the notification I need to leave or I'm going to be late. I hate being late. This is something I've been working on. So having the drive time in my calendar is imperative. So I also have scheduled out the days that I'm gonna go to the gym. Monday, two, I'm sorry, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. Sundays I'm not doing jack crap. Nothing. <laughs> and so I have this all scheduled. It is not part of my routine yet to go to cycle bar on Fridays, usually or before it was Thursdays and this Friday thing is a little new, but I wanted more time in between cycle bar because sometimes my legs can be a little sore and I also wanted to kick my Fridays out right. I want to have something to look forward to that thing that I'm like, yes, I love every everything about it because my Friday is going to be amazing since I got up, since I got my endorphins, since I did all the things. And right now it is harder for me to skip cycle bar because if you miss a class without canceling it within the window, you get charged. Okay. This is a great accountability of going to the gym because if you don't go, you're going to get charged an extra $20 knife in a heart. Do you know how much you can purchase with $20? Not much. That's why every single $20 counts. Um, but so I'm settling into bed and it's Thursday night. We had some friends over for, um, a little like get together and they left out a reasonable time. don't get me wrong, but it was the settling into bed. You have all of these like endorphins after hanging out with friends. you might have been loud, you might have been noisy, and you're just riding this high. And I was riding that high, so I did not want to go to bed, and I was very worried that I would not be able to wake up in time. So I set my alarm for four. this is this is something I need to work on. My alarm. Uh, I want to have one alarm. I really do. But I have this really bad habit of I'll have the one alarm and then I'll set the timer. So if my alarm goes off and I might snooze it or I might shut it off, but I'm like really good at half asleep going to my timer and timing like uh, 30 minutes. I'm asleep in for 30 more minutes and then once it goes off, I'm going to get up or 20 minutes. Now, the thing with this is sometimes when I'm half asleep scrolling through, I might put... I did this last week for a nap. I put 22 hours and 25 minutes. <laughs> so I kn- I didn't wake up in a lot of time. I love a good nap, so it's fine. I slept for like three hours instead of 25 minutes. But so that is a caveat to it. It doesn't always work properly. So my alarm goes off at four o'clock and I think to myself, you know what? I don't have to get up at four because my class is, you know... Uh, the drive it, it's an hour, and I was thinking to myself, okay, like I can sleep in until four thirty, or I have I have to leave the house by four thirty, and I'll get to my class on time. When you are half asleep and dreaming you and want to stay in bed, you will make up the craziest scenarios of, oh, it'll only take you 10 seconds to do this. Oh, like you can sleep in a little bit more. And it's not until it hits your brain on, actually, no, you don't have that time to be wasted. It's your subconscious mind will try to convince your conscious mind who is still sleepy that it's okay. And this is what happened to me. So I'm snoozing away. I'm like, oh, I'll sleep in 15 minutes. That'll give me enough time to go to cycle bar. And I hear Garrett get out of bed and he makes his way into the bathroom. And I think to myself, oh, before we went to bed, Garrett and I discussed what time we were waking up. So I know I told him I'm waking up at four. He said, I'm not getting up until 430. And I said, that's fine. I won't wake you up. I'll be really quiet. Another toxic trait that I have is I, or maybe it's a smart trait. (laughs) Who said it's toxic? I will, for cycle bar, put in the address. And I do this a lot. Even if I have driven there without maps, I can do it with no maps. I like to see the time breakdown. I like to say, it's going to take me 53 minutes to get there. And I'm going to arrive at this time. Instead of trying to do the math in my head, I just want to see it. So I will set maps for cycle bar before I go to bed. So I know when I'm trying to like snooze it or whatever, I can see what time I'm going to get there. So as I reach for my phone, cause I'm half asleep, I have my little sleep mask on and I'm hearing Garrett and it's starting to register in my brain that Garrett is getting up. It is is four. 30 because Garrett does not snooze his alarm he gets his butt out of bed like props to him I wish I'm working on it okay I'm working on it so I grab my phone and I look at it and it says five or I'm sorry it says 525 is arrival time for psychobar I was so... I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be late. So I sprung out of bed. I put leggings on. Luckily I have my sets like in the closet hanging up. So it's very easy for me to find what I'm wearing. I put on my clothes, I I grab my keys and it registers in my brain. I always have a Stanley next to my bed. This is where my personality kind of like goes in and out because I'm very structured for some things and then other areas of my life I'm kind of lax on and I need to work on it. But like I always have my Stanley cup full of water on my nightstand every single night. Every single night, if I'm going to cycle bar, I will set the maps. They're all like these things to set me up for success when I know I will fail myself. The way I failed myself is my pickup as I'm like running out the door and I have my things on. I hop in my pickup. I'm like, please have enough fuel. It did have enough fuel, but it was like less than a quarter of a tank. I was like, you are kidding me. If it was any less, I would have had a freak out. But as I'm putting my truck into reverse and I'm getting to cycle bar, I see the time. It says I'm going to arrive at 529. <sighs> That's rough. That is rough. It's okay. But I am instantly ticked off because I hate being late. And psychobar, like you have to get your shoes on. You have to find shoes that strap in. I don't own my own strap in shoes. I borrow theirs. Take that as you will. If you think it's gross, I don't care. They spray them down. So I put on borrowed shoes and I have to find my bike and it's in the dark because it's psychobar bar and it's like a club. It's so good. I love all these aspects, but I don't want to be late. If you're um, later than five minutes, like you have to take a new class. Like you cannot attend. Sometimes they're lax on this, but I hate being late. I'm not going to be late. So I'm in the truck and I'm kicking myself because I knew better. When my alarm went off at four, I knew better. I should have gotten my butt out of bed. And then what even made me more upset is I didn't get any coffee. I look forward to my morning cup of coffee. It is freeze dried coffee. I put a scoop into a little bit of water. I foam it up and I flood it with milk. This is my favorite way to drink coffee. It is so good. Sometimes I'll get crazy and put cinnamon on it. I love coffee. When I was in the worst time in my careers, the coffee shop has always saved me. Going to the coffee shop, having that thing just for me was so life-saving and it just helped me know that this little treat was for me and nobody else and nobody could take it away from me but I took it away from myself because I did not a lot enough time. So I'm driving and I put in an audiobook. right now. I'm listening to you can't hurt me by David Goggins. And I'm kicking myself because David is so structured and so good. And he's like, who's going to carry the boats and you have to do this and you have to do that. And you have to like get on and be disciplined. Right. And I'm like, you're right, David, like I literally suck. And as I'm driving, I'm like, man, uh, it's about 15, 20 minutes into my drive. And I always plug in my phone uh, to use the Apple Play, the CarPlay, because I like seeing my destination. I like seeing what I'm listening to, whether that's Spotify or Apple Music or it's my Audible. I am doing like I'm listening to his book and and all of a sudden a little ding, my Google calendar pops up. And you know what she says? Leave for cycle bar. I had scheduled my drive time into my calendar and I forgot, because it's not part of my routine, that Fridays, the cycle bar class starts at 6 O'clock, Six o'clock, yeah. So I was trying to think and not get confused. My Tuesday class starts at 5.30, and my Friday class starts at 6. There's a 30-minute time difference. So on Tuesdays, I have to leave the house by 4.30. So in my head, when I woke up at 4.30, I was like, I am going to be freaking late. Because it's a little less than an hour drive. It's like a 7 minutes difference or whatever. But I'm like, you are kidding me. Like, I have to rush and drive. And it pinged. It said, leave the house. My cycle bar class was at six. And I was like, you know what? Like, I set myself up for success. It wasn't my fault that my uh, subconscious mind tried to convince me to sleep because I really could have slept in. No, I I know I need to be better about waking up when my alarm goes off. I get that. I know it's something I need to work on. But the fact that I scheduled in drive time and knew in my head, like I was now, instead of being cutting it close a minute late, I was actually now. 30 minutes early, and you know what that means? I stopped at Starbucks, and I got myself a coffee. So I've really, oh my gosh, been loving the apple cinnamon syrup or whatever that they're using. So instead of getting the apple shaken espresso with the oat milk, I have been getting shaken espresso with three pumps of the apple um, syrup or whatever. It is so It is fall. It is everything. And I, my mood instantly shot right up. I was no longer pissed at myself. I was so happy. And the cycle bar set, like the little workout attire that I had grabbed, because it was like in the set, I didn't have time to think about my body or think about how I was going to look and, oh, I need that big shirt. I need the, you know, black leggings. I was wearing the cutest little blue set and I was on top of the world. I had my Starbucks. I was early. Like I felt so good, and that just goes to show that life is working for you. It is not working against you, and maybe I'm lucky, but I was also prepared. I was prepared with my drive time. I was prepared to shoot out of bed when needed and not waste any time Another thing, why when I want to be energetic and like jump out of bed, that's when like my energy levels are super low. But when there's a fire, a literal fire lit under my ass of $20 fee, if I miss cycle bar, then I'm going like holding yourself accountable and doing these little tricks on like if you don't meet the deadline, then you forfeit something. is so impactful. I need to figure out a way in all the areas of my life to have that sort of like effort, have that sense of like running to get to that goal, to get to that thing. I honestly, I was just... So happy that (laughs) I made it on time and I felt so good after that. I did my cycle bar class like when I was on the bike. I was like, man, we made it on time. We had our coffee. We are feeling good. We were in the cutest little outfit and I gave all my effort on that bike. I felt so good. And that just, it goes to show. It does go to show that you can set yourself up for success (laughs) at any time. And uh, yeah, maybe I was lucky. I don't care. I was feeling lucky on Friday. So let's get into the peak and the pit of this week. So my peak, I have been really connecting with some awesome people. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I have been isolated for so long and kind of a little lonely, to be honest. Um, And now I feel like I'm starting to make those connections post-grad. And I'm finding new people to chat with and new characters are coming into my life. If you want to think of your um, day-to-day as like seasons of a movie or a, if one of your favorite shows, I feel like there's new characters, new things, and I know it has all been triggered from my big changes that I made this past spring, and I'm just like, wow, it is so good to be collaborating with people again. It is so good to be talking to new people, and it really goes to show if you put yourself out there, if you try things that you've never done before, Um, what's it called? DTD, do, no. DSD. (laughs) Sorry about that. DSD. Do something different. If you want to do things that you've never done before, you're going to have to do things that you've never done before. And Amy Porterfield, she has this in her book and it is just so mind blowing and so good. So I'm trying to push myself to do something different, to go out on a limb, to meet new people, to message people, to put myself out there in a way that I have not put myself out there before and be okay with the ridicule or be okay if I'm not going to be for everyone. It's all right. I don't like everyone. So how can I expect everyone to like me? It has just been so freeing and I am really happy with some of the people who have I've found or they've found me and we've just been hitting on a different level before and it makes me so excited for the future and really excited for the present too because I have felt in this weird spot post-grad on okay all my friends like went back to their towns or moved or whatever Andrew is now in Florida Naomi is in Iowa um, even my friends who are in Missouri are in different locations and it's it's not the same you don't have um, every other day to just like pop in to your friend's apartment or dorm room it, it's a completely different environment and trying to find a foothold has been really difficult but I'm happy to say that I feel like an adult. I feel like I'm in a space where I am making those adult connections and I am blossoming. It's been really fun. So my pit of the week, as you can see, my wrist is bare. Usually I have an Apple watch. I don't know why, but Apple watches have been giving me the absolute ick. I do not know why it just feels so bulky. And maybe it's because every day when I'm walking on my treadmill, nine to 10, I put my Apple watch on my ankle and I walk around like it is a, um, when you're under house arrest and you have to have like a little ankle monitor. That's what I feel like when I put it on my ankle, but I prefer it on my ankle. I have been using like rollerball perfume. And when you do the rollerball on your wrist, like your watch kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. It has just been giving me the like absolute ick. So that is my pit of the week. Um, and to change it more of a positive, what I've been doing is I have been really focusing on hitting 10 K steps before 12 o'clock. This might seem extreme to you. I just find that if I can make this goal, everything after is extra and it makes me feel good good. And I don't have to wear my Apple watch anymore. So I'll take it off and I'll go put it on its charger. So I'm not having it on my wrist. I'm tired. Maybe it's a claustrophobic thing, but like as the days get a little bit colder, it is starting to get chilly here. Not really. It's fall is coming for sure. So I'm today, like I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I have socks on like long leggings. And whenever you try to take off your sweatshirt, your Apple watch can become like stuck in it. And I really don't care about the standing rings or right now the, um, calorie rings. I really just care about, am I putting in the exercising effort am I going to cycle bar? Am I weightlifting? Not yet, but I'm working on it. Am I getting my step count? Step count is the most important to me. So I have figured out that if I walk on the treadmill and it can be completely broken up, it does not have to be all at once. But if I walk on the treadmill for an hour and a half, I reach 9,600 steps. That is, is perfect to me. I know that I will hit 10K by 12 o'clock. If I start at nine and finish at 1030, an hour and a half walk at two speed, I'm going to get close to 10,000 steps. So I don't even really need the Apple watch. But what made me really, really happy is like a week and a half ago or so, my Apple watch said, we see an increase in trends for you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like finally, I feel like I have been really trying to get on track and to set up a routine that is equipped to match with my goals. I am implementing things into my non-negotiables that I've been wishing for, and now I'm able to actually do it. So all the times I was wishing in February and March, oh, like I wish I had a standing desk. I wish I had a walking pad. I wish I could have a morning routine. I wish I had a nighttime routine. All these things that I wanted so bad, I'm actually living them right now. And so I don't necessarily need my watch to tell me that I am standing or that I'm exercising or I'm doing this or doing that. But it, it felt like I'd been struggling for so long And the Apple Watch just said, hey, there's been a new trend in your activities. You have been, uh, your step count has increased by X amount. Your exercise has increased by so many minutes. And I just felt completely validated in that moment. I was like, yes, finally some recognition for what I've been working so hard to do it's not easy to walk on a treadmill and type on your laptop. I have been doing it for the past since May. No, mid-May. The middle of May, I have been trying to walk on a treadmill and type I started out at one and then it was one and a half and then it was one point seven and now I can do it at two. Um I started with like thirty minutes and then forty-five minutes and an hour. Now I can do an hour and a half at Two speed, which might seem super low for you, but I need to be able to talk on the phone. I need to be able to walk and call people and have that communication aspect to it. I cannot just be like walking and typing. There's other things I have to do as well. And I'm really, really proud of myself. But it it had me thinking about how we view our successes and what we're actually anointing, not anointing, but like giving validation or recognition to. When was the last time you told yourself good job for the things that you've been doing or actually relished in the success of that thing? I have been doing a very bad job at this. I have not been celebrating the small successes that I've been working so hard to do. If you... Have listened to the podcast for a while. You know, I love notebooks. I love to journal down my thoughts. I love to make to do list, later list, schedule out my life. Those are one of the one of my core uh, routines. I just love to do it. And I was going back and looking at some notebooks of what my goals were and how I've achieved them and what I'm doing now, and I go back and think, holy moly, like, I have been working so hard to get these things implemented into my routine, and they're finally implementing into my routine, and I'm feeling so good and so happy. I'm like, finally, like, I've finally made it. I have finally gotten to the point where I am able to feel that success. And I was thinking I could have had these feelings for a while. I could be giving this to myself daily, but I haven't. I waited for my Apple watch to tell me the success that I already knew I was working on. And it wasn't until it showed me. This is why reflection on your goals and your efforts are so important. How are you showing up? And if you aren't showing up, taking inventory of that and saying, oh my gosh, like why haven't I been showing up? How am I not supporting myself? Why do I not feel comfortable enough to do this? One thing we forget as humans is we can give ourselves the validation at any time. We don't have to wait for someone to tell us good job. We don't have to wait for someone to tell us when it's finally been enough and we're able to stop and celebrate. You can have these many celebrations at any time. You can allow yourself to relish in the success of, hey, I did it. I don't have to wait until the very end. And as Miley Cyrus says, it's the climb, it's the journey. So if you're just waiting until you reach a certain amount of money that you're making yearly, or you're waiting for that second beach house that you can purchase, or you're waiting for retirement when you can finally say, oh my gosh, like I have this nest egg and I can relax. That's not me. I don't want to wait until the end to finally celebrate and love life. I want to love life in every single aspect. I want it to like fill me up every single day I wake up and to know, hey, like, good job. You're doing what you can. Not in the soft way of when you're lying to yourself and you really haven't done anything, but when you start to. Achieve the goals that you're wanting to achieve when you start making the effort when you start showing up for yourself in a way that you have never shown up for yourself before to pat yourself on the back and to say good job you don't have to wait for someone else's validation you don't have to wait for someone else to tell you that you are keeping with the trends and you're increasing your workout or you're reading more books like You are allowed to tell yourself good job. We don't have to wait for a parent or a teacher or an advisor or a mentor to tell us good job. You can tell yourself good job. And when you have that good feeling of I'm doing it, I'm working hard, then you're able to maximize it as well because you want that good feeling again. You want that dopamine hit. But what we forget is we don't have to wait for someone else to tell us that. When I make my bed, as simple as that seems, when I make my bed, I pat myself on the back. Like, good job. That is not always easy. Getting up, taking a shower, blow drying your hair, that's a lot of work. Good job. You wanted to make your appearance a priority, so you've been getting up earlier. Good job. We don't praise ourselves enough. It's so easy to just crap all over the efforts that you've been putting forth because I mean, that's what everybody does. Self-deprecation is so common, but I don't ever want to speak those words to myself. I don't ever want to tear myself down. We are torn down every single day on how we show up in the workplace, how we show up in our um our circles of friends, how we show up on social media. It is one thing after another. Humans are trained to make these like second of where they just of judgment, honestly. Like social media, you're scrolling through something, double tap it. Do you like this? Do you like that? What do you like? And we just have this judgment of others and judgments of ourselves. I want to be in a positive mindset. I want to be in an area where it is good for me to try new things and it's encouragement. I don't know about you, but I don't do well when people are ripping me apart. Any sort of constructive criticism, I'm still going to take personally. That is not how, I, and maybe not even constructive criticism because that is important, but like if someone is saying, oh my gosh, Logan, you dress like a slob, you should not be wearing sweatshirts, and at any time, like that's not going to make me feel good, and it's also not going to motivate me to wear other clothes. I'm just going to separate myself from you. Instead of, oh my gosh, like on the day I do dress up, or the day that I wear something. Something that makes me feel really, really good to then say, oh my gosh, like, I love your outfit. You look so beautiful. Like I do better with positive encouragement than negative, um, feedback. Okay. And I think we all do Mini celebrations can be at any time and it can be for anything. So here are some mini celebrations that I have been working on to remind myself that I'm doing a good job. So I cleared all of my SD cards. This might seem so minuscule to someone who doesn't work on cameras or doesn't work with any sort of video or photography, but I have a backlog of photos. I love taking photos of my friends, my family, different events. And they can clog up my SD cards. These are the little chips that you put into your um, laptops, your cameras, um, and they hold the in store, the images. I have had this like fear that the images I upload to Google Drive or my um, photo set, like I have a little website or whatever that will allow the galleries to be shared with other people. I also have some stored on my own laptop. I think, oh my gosh, like what happens if all of this crashes? Like I want to hold on to these memories. And so I let them fill up on my SD cards, but I cleared all my SD cards out and I have labeled them. So I'm feeling more organized. That was a mini win for me. I had to sit down in front of my laptop and do it. Now in three weeks from now, my SD cards might be full again. I I could almost guarantee it. Because I'm vlogging, I am recording podcasts, I'm taking photos, like I'm doing all of these things and I could have just went and bought new SD cards, but having the organization and being able to label things on what they are, have them cataloged so you can go back and look through them, that is important and it also makes me feel like a productive human being. So I'm patting myself on the back for that. My next one is, and these like many celebrations, they don't even have to be on productivity. Like this can be a celebration of something that is going good in your life. You don't have to deserve it. I have this problem of thinking I have to do something to deserve something. I have to clean my house in order to go get a coffee from the coffee shop. I have to make sure that I read my self-help book before I read my lighthearted book. I have to make sure that my uh, exercise is done for the day before I can sit on my phone and relax. You don't always have to do something for something else. You can just appreciate each little mini celebration and win as it comes in your life. It doesn't have to be anything that you had to earn. You can just be lucky, like waking up for your cycle bar class on time. So a mini celebration that I'm really embodying and just like allowing myself to be in the waves of it, right? Like the waves, of celebration, the waves of the good energy. My dishwasher had been filling up with water and wasn't draining properly. And so I'd have to scoop it out. This is so gross. I would have to like, if I caught it while the dishwasher had just ran and completed and it filled up, like then the hot water would still be like burning hot. I prefer the burning hot over the like murky, cooled down water So I would have to scoop it out and I did this like three times in a row, Um, would drain it, clean it, put it back together in hopes that the next run of dishes would go properly. And after like the third or fourth run, my dishwasher drained. So it could have been the work that I put in to, uh, clean the machine parts or to scoop out the water, to run my garbage disposal. I, the efforts I put in probably helped, right? But I didn't have to, necessarily earn that. It could have just been something good that happened to me. And that is perfectly okay. And it's also worth celebrating because when we find the many celebrations, when we can find the happiness and the things that seem so mundane to others, that that's true happiness, things can be falling apart all around you. But if you can find that one thing that makes you happy and makes you feel good, then you're already winning. So my dishwasher started to drain. And when I opened up the dishes and the steam billows around me, I always try to put my face in the steam because they say it's good for your skincare. I don't know. Um, some people do it with rice cookers. I do it with the dishwasher, but good or bad I do it anyways. Uh, the water had drained. So I celebrated that. That was a mini win. I was like, heck yes, here's some recognition. You cleaned it out. You were trying to be uh, proactive and taking apart the dishwasher. Uh, My skincare shower routine. I've worked really, really hard to purchase and invest in products that are good for my skin. I get facials twice a month. Like That's something I do for my self-care and I have a routine for in the shower. So I have this cleansing balm. It is so just like smooth and silky. And I smear that all over my face and I really work it in my eyebrows and my mascara because I gel my eyebrows and I put mascara on. Um, and then of course, like my little, uh, whatever foundation concealer that I have on, like that also gets washed off. And then I have this like little gritty cleanser, um, or scrub. And I scrub that on my nose and I scrub it on my chin. And so I let that sit. And then I have a gua sha in there. And then I charge to gua sha that is time for myself. I didn't have to earn it. I didn't have to do anything for it, but I know with continuous use, I'm going to feel like I poured into myself. I'm going to feel that self-care I'm gonna feel good that it might have taken five ten minutes I'm waiting at, like my conditioner is usually setting at this point um, and I'm shying, and it that it might not be doing anything for me at all but it's doing something for my mental health it's doing something for me celebrating that I have a shower that I can get in the water and I have skincare and I can do something for myself that makes me feel good and I've implemented it into my routine. And I know that with continued use, just even the smallest thing of taking off your makeup. If you take off your makeup before bed, It's not going to clog your pores, your pillowcases, and your sheets aren't going to be dirty from your foundation or your mascara or whatever you have on. So even that alone, like the cleanliness, that's something to celebrate because there's been times that I don't want to wash off my face. I don't want to do my skincare routine, but having it daily, that's something to celebrate when you keep with the routine speaking of going to bed my nightstand is finally aesthetic that is a small win instead of stacking up things or books or notebooks or trying to overclutter my nighttime routine i keep it really simple i have my earplugs and i have my eye mask and i have my big stanley cup and then sometimes i have a book that's it I'm not overfilling it. I'm keeping it aesthetic. I'm keeping it simple so it doesn't overwhelm me when I try to go to bed and it doesn't overwhelm me as I wake up. And then... My last one that I want to talk about is really great friends to text. That is a success. Like putting myself out there to have friends to text, like that is so much effort. And I said as my peak that I am starting to connect with some really, really great people. I didn't have to earn them, I did have to put myself out there, but it isn't something that I necessarily had to earn. Everybody should have a community, everybody should have people that lift them up and fill their cup or even people that you pour into people that you want to have succeed and you want them to do well. So I'm really grateful for that. So those are my many wins. Those are the things that are making me happy and that I just need to like set back and really think, oh my gosh, like great job. Things that I felt like I've had to really work on and earn like walking 9 to 10 or even like vlogging. I've been trying so hard to edit videos together. I love like I love to document things. I always have ever since I was younger and these vlog styles have been like Family videos to me. It's just something fun that I can look back on. I have videos from 2019, 2020, and 2021, and 2022, honestly, that I never edited, that I recorded, and I never put to use. That's why some of my phone storage is so backed up because I have been just recording and I want to hold on to these memories. So I've actually been taking the time out of my day. I've been carving out the time to do something about it, to not just hold on to it, but instead to implement it. I feel like I will have all these good ideas. I'm like, we should do that. We should do this. And I don't actually take the time. I just... This is when romanticizing your life goes too far. When you just think everything is just so good and you dream about it, you're daydreaming, you're taking all this time, all this effort. And I found that I'm a really good planner. I love to write it out. I love to have these big lofty goals, but it's the actual implementation. It's the actual doing it day by day and working it into your routine. That's the hard part. That's the part that people forget about when they sign up things. That's the part where people don't understand. You can get real comfortable making all the plans, but it's actually the follow through. And some of my follow through hasn't been that good. I need to work on my follow through in some areas of my life and s- scheduling, putting it in my calendar. That has been really imperative for me not doing too much. Oh my gosh. Like I am always trying to do too much. And some points doing too much is good. Like I love to be that overachiever. I love going the extra mile for people I love, but it's doing too much in the aspect where you are overfilling your plate. You're stretching yourself too far. And you are not boiling down to what is really important. You're just trying to add it all on and diluting your focus. And I am done with that. I am done with diluting my focus. I want to work on the things that make me happy. And I'm trying to have a better work-life balance. Because I do work from home. Garrett works from home. And I have goals outside my nine to five. I have goals outside of my day-to-day work. Like Those things I have to keep separate from my relaxation. I have to keep it separate from the things that I do just to do. I don't have to get an award. I don't have to get anything for them. It's truly just for myself and my own happiness. I was talking to a friend this past um actually, it was a new friend. It was someone I'd never ever met before. And when you're meeting new people, oh my gosh, it's it's such like a where do you start? Right? Like my friends, most of my friends, and this is me being in like my lazy self. I've had the same friends for a really long time. I love these friends. They are so good to me. And I have this core circle that is easy. Friendship should be easy, right? Like it shouldn't take that much effort. Of course, I've had to put some effort into it. But what I mean by being easy is it doesn't take a lot of emotional capacity. I am not having to, I'm not anxious about it they know me, they know every single part of me and I can just show up as the most authentic person like me, my true core. So when you have to put yourself out in front of other people that you don't normally talk to, what do you share? Um, and I always, I never want to overshare because there's some days where I get a little lonely Right? We all have those days. And I haven't talked to anybody (laughs) except for like my job. But when I get that uh, person to person, Experience. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is a person you want to, um, sometimes like word vomit and you're like, this is everything about me. And sometimes that can be off putting, but also you don't know if that friend is going to be like a lifelong friend or if you're just going to be an acquaintance or if you're never going to talk again. So I always try to limit myself in some ways, right? Like they don't, not everyone deserves to know you that deep. Um, this is something I've had to learn but not everyone deserves to know you like your core circle. Not everyone has to know all your wildest dreams and, and your things, but there's also a sense of, I hate surface level. I hate small talk. I really do like about the weather, what you do for your work. Like that is so boring to me. I, and also maybe it's because I am deflecting because I'm in a transitional stage in my life. I don't want to talk about what I do for work, although I love working where I work and I love doing what I do. It's not all me. You're like, I was thinking about this too. You have eight hours at work and a lot of people think, oh my gosh, eight hours at work. This is so much, this is so long. Like my day is just taken up by work. I can't do anything. Well, yeah, you have eight hours at work, but if you, and I know you have a commute and you might have children. I don't have children. I don't really have any like strong obligations in that aspect, but I am a busy person. I do volunteer. I do have committees. I am on boards. My schedule is also full of things and you have to be so diligent in how you carve out your time, but you have an afternoon And you have a morning. And I think some people forget about this. It's easy, it's lazy, you know? I have to work eight hours a day and then I'm so drained. Well, I know that if I continue to scroll on social media, I get more tired. It's when I set down my phone and I get away from the computer, I get away from my electronics, I go outside, I do something physical, I'm walking around, I'm pruning my zinnias, whatever it looks like to you that's when I get more energized. You are allowed to have a whole day outside of your work day. And me, I have been trying to have a morning routine. I've been trying to have an afternoon routine. So I will try and get up and I'll I'll go do things and I will do things in the afternoon. Like your job is only a small sliver of you. It does not have to be your whole personality. You can implement other things that make you happy. Because when you get in those group situations and you are talking to someone, have something else to talk about than your work. You spend already eight hours a day. Why would you want to continue talking about work after hours? They're not paying you to stress about it. They're not paying you to talk about your coworker, Sharon, who is an absolute like crabby patty, okay? Take the time, have other things to talk about, be more interesting um, then just what you do. So I hate small talk in that aspect because it's, and I know I went on a little rant about like eight hours of your work day, but your work does not define you. Yes. It's a part of you. And you can definitely tell someone's, um, wh- where they put their focus and where their intention lies by their work, right? Like a police officer in comparison to listen, whatever you do for work, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to talk about it, but so like you can, A police officer, their personality is going to be different than someone who works at the zoo, right? Those are totally different fields. One is protecting animals. One is protecting people. One's not better than the other, but it's their job. So you can kind of tell about their personality a little bit, but it doesn't define them. So you are more than your job. And I also think on the other side of the spectrum, you don't have to get so far deep into, oh my gosh, like we, uh, y- you you want to hear about all my dreams, all my passions, all the things that I love to do. Um, no, like there, there's two sides of it, right? Like, I don't want to go to surface level, talk about where are you from? What's your job? How old are you? Do you have any dogs? <laughs> like that's pretty surface level. That's pretty much how my conversations go with someone who I meet at the Starbucks line, not someone who I want to continue like having a relationship, right? But I was talking to this girl that I've never ever met before and I knew that she would be more than someone in the Starbucks line, right? But I didn't want to go completely surface level but I also didn't want to go too deep and like scare someone away, right? Like if she wants to be scared, she can listen to my podcast. But so as we're talking, she was like, what do you like to do for fun? And I was like talking about the things, but I have a really hard problem about doing things for fun, like doing things because I want to do them and not because they lead to success. And as I was like thinking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I like to can, right? Like can it's not whether or not I'm good or bad at it. I mean, the jam always tastes better when I'm better at it, right? Like when it sets up and it's good. But as I was talking with her, I was just thinking, you know, like we can celebrate life in ways that is not success and it's not working towards the next goal. And sometimes I get too pigeonholed on that next big thing, that next thing I'm working on, that next tier level or, and that will always be a part of my personality. I will always want to chase the next thing, but it is really, really important to appreciate the things that you're doing right now. Appreciate the things that you've been spending your time and your effort working on and to share that with others. But back to the eight hours of your day, I think that we put just too much stock into what we do as a career. While that is so important and your career can definitely fulfill you in ways, you still have so much other time of your day. And I've been getting really honest with myself on how I'm spending my time and if I could fit more things in even if those things aren't going to be a productive thing it could be something just for fun i last year really focused on trying to make things more fun and that was because i was coming from a place where i was not having fun and my i like i was very stressed and i wanted to try and incorporate more fun to counterbalance the like bad things, but right now, like my life is going pretty good, but that doesn't mean that I don't deserve the fun things. I don't deserve the lighthearted things. I still deserve the lighthearted things. I still, uh, am allowed to just have fun for no reason or do something that is going to fill my cup because it's going to fill my cup. So I have just really been trying to be honest with myself on where I'm spending my time. If I'm spending my time doing something for a pat on the back from someone else, how can I give myself the pat on the back? How can I give myself my own recognition and celebrate that that win to where I'm not putting all of my happiness in someone else's basket? I'm not relying on someone to tell me good job. Like, I'm not five years old. I can tell myself that I did a good job or in retrospect, tell myself when I've messed up and tell myself that I need to try harder. It's all about the self-reflection. I had a goal of reading books, more books, and I've definitely read a lot of books, but I also will go in spurts of I'll read a bunch of books all at once and then I forget to read. I'm like, oh, sorry. Well, that isn't a a good habit that is more like sporadic for fun. And I have to ask myself, okay, like should reading books be a goal or should that be something that's just for fun? And when I finish a book and read a book, congrats, like pat myself on the back. I read a book. So I'm trying to decipher on the things that I'm doing for productivity, for work, to make myself a better person, and doing things for fun just because, and it doesn't even have to be an all the time kind of thing. We have seasons in our year, so we also have seasons in our hobbies, and our activities, and what we like to do. So in different seasons, say summertime, I'm not going to spend that much time inside sewing or inside sorting through photos all the time. I'm instead going to want to be outside. I want to be in a hammock. I want to be in my garden. I want to be going for a walk. I want to just get my toes in the grass. Like I, I love to walk around barefoot. Grounding I think is so imperative and important, but I want to be doing those things. I don't want to be stuck inside. So it's okay in the summertime if I'm not working on sewing, because I know the season will come, I'll want to be inside, I'll want to be watching a show, I'll want to be sewing or piecing together a scrapbook or any of the other things that make me feel good and happy. So take this episode as inventory of where you are spending your time, how you could be having fun, and where you could pat yourself on the back for the efforts that you have put in. All victories, big or small, deserve recognition. Not everyone is going to give it to you. Some people might not even see the work and the effort that you are putting in day in and day out. So, you have to tell yourself. You don't have to tell anybody else. You can just tell yourself and you can pat yourself on the back and you say, good job. Look in the mirror. Affirmations are so important. And when you can validate what you've been doing, it gives you the motivation to keep going. It gives you the motivation to say, hey, this might be a hard time or I could very easily like go off track or or not focus on this or I haven't seen any like fruit come from this tree I've been watering all the time. But it's still the effort, it's the act, it's the going in and saying, hey, like I'm gonna fill my water canister up. It's another day and I'm I'm trying again. So doing that and being able to say, hey, I'm I'm doing the best that I can. I'm I'm working really hard. You don't have to wait for someone else to tell that to you. You can say it yourself. I know that this practice might be hard to start, and you might be thinking, oh my gosh, like I tell myself, but I don't believe myself, or I'll try really hard to hype myself up to continue that I've done, you know, 30 days of sobriety. Like, how can I do like a lifetime? I would say, take it one day at a time. There are things that I have stopped or started and every day I want to quit or start again, you know, like it. it's so, it's hard. And I take it one day at a time. And I think to myself, you know what, like today was hard, tomorrow will be better. And that is okay too. But if you need to tell someone, if you need some validation and you feel like, Every time you try to give it to yourself, your parents don't understand or your spouse doesn't understand, your circle of friends don't understand, DM me, shoot me a message at Golden Hour Drip and just what is your small victory? What is something that you want to pat yourself on the back? I'm I'm not going to share it. It can be just between you and I, I, you know, you can even put don't message back, but sometimes when you are saying the validation to yourself, it's like screaming into the abyss. Like it almost doesn't have the impact because it's falling on deaf ears or it's not being heard at all. So if you need me to hear you, send me a a message. I have started a channel in Instagram. It's called golden gals. Anybody who follows me at Logan Lee Miller can be a part of the channel I will add Golden Hour Drip as a collaborator. So, if you don't want to follow me personally and just want to follow the podcast, you can do that too. But this is where I'm putting encouragement daily. What I'm struggling with, whatever, (laughs) things that lift me up, things that I'm telling myself to give myself that validation, to give me that extra inch and trying harder, I'm putting it in there. So, Golden Gals, it's my channel. It's little bouts of information, something to reflect on, questions, thoughts, whatever I'm going through. Um, So it's kind of like the podcast, but it's much condensed, right? Like you can read it in 15 seconds Um, and it's daily instead of uh, twice weekly. So if you want to join that, please do. Um, It's just, it's a little way for me to give back to people and also as a reminder to myself. And it's really nice um, because you guys can react to it, but I don't have to necessarily get feedback on it. And I feel like sometimes with social media or episodes, like I'm looking for downloads, I'm looking for shares, I'm looking for likes, and this channel has given me a way to share what I'm going through without any reasoning for like, likes, the views are fine. I don't know. It's just been really, really freeing for myself to have this, um, this place where I can share with you what I'm going through and my thoughts and it's, it's a little supportive, um, community. So if you feel like you are pouring into everyone else all the time and you need someone to pour into you, or you need a little bit of help or support, this is where you should go. So golden gals on Instagram, if you follow me or I will, and like I said, I will add golden hour drip as a collaborator, you will be able to get these like daily inspos these daily thoughts this little encouragement hey we are in this together so whether you are listening on apple music or on spotify or watching on youtube thank you so much for taking time of your day to be with me and to allow me to share my thoughts and and get it out you know of what i've been going through so please be sure to rate review, subscribe, send to a friend, all the things. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.